Welcome to Lightness, a space where we dive deep into the realms of spiritual exploration, mental well-being, and the profound art of channeling and energy work. I am your host, Kayla Dillon, and I'm thrilled to take you on a transformative journey that intertwines personal stories, insightful discussions, and enlightening meditations. Join us as we explore the depths of the human experience, share channeled messages of wisdom, and embark on a path of self-discovery and inspiration. Get ready to ignite your inner light and embark on a voyage of healing and growth. I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome back to Lightness with myself, Kayla Dillon. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. How are you? Happy Monday on the day that I'm recording this. Who knows when you'll be listening to this in the future, but good morning, good afternoon, good evening to those who may be listening in the future. I am recording this right after Thanksgiving week, which was a crazy week full of socializing, family, getting things together, cooking, all of the things we hosted here at our house and we had some of my husband's family and we had my family come, some of my family and it was a really, really great experience. As you can tell, I'm recovering. (laughs) I don't know why. I think my body was just like on go, go, go mode for a week, getting everything ready and cooking and, and all the things. So if I'm a little sniffly, I apologize. But yeah, welcome back to the pod. Welcome back to season two. This is episode two of Lightness. This season is all about different spiritual things. And today we're going to talk more about protection and um, energetic hygiene because these two things are super important and something that I, through my evolution, on my spiritual journey have been a little bit naive or overlooked at times. And I feel I didn't really have maybe a great foundation or understanding of why these things are so important until I had all of these different types of experiences happening to me. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, why is this happening? And so some of these things for me, and these can look different for everybody else, right? Is like, if we're not practicing good energetic hygiene and protection, um, it can lead to different things like exhaustion and different, maybe bodily issues. For me, it's back and neck pain, right? And all of these different things that when we're on autopilot, as we've kind of been conditioned by society, right? To get up, do the things, blah, blah, blah. We're not as present as maybe we could be or we'd like to be and and things of that nature. And when you're in fields such as spirituality or mental health or um, you are helping the collective, you are... Um, with many different people, things of that nature, you become this kind of beacon of light. And with all of that comes the negative side of things that I don't think is talked about enough, right? And it doesn't have to be inherently bad. Um, 
And this isn't to fear monger, to strike fear, but rather to educate on the things that I had no idea about, right? And so when we're doing this work, we open ourselves if we're not um, using different protections or setting these intentions or doing these things such as grounding our energy, uh, we open ourselves up to varying different things, right? And these can look like attachments. So these are like um, energy cords or attachments that kind of drain your energy. So for those who are doing a lot of work with other people, uh, it's possible that um, you can get some sort of attachments from other people within their energy field attaching to you right? And so this can look like it drains your energy, you feel fatigued, you feel just exhausted, right? Even though you're getting enough sleep, you're doing all the things, right? And I think that this aspect isn't talked about nearly enough and ways to protect yourself. And to be honest, over the last six months or so, I've been learning so, so much about this just because I've been dealing with my own stuff Um, I think after a while it starts to catch up to you and you start asking these questions of like, I'm doing these things, right? Like I'm working out, I'm eating right, I'm exercising. Well, I just said that (laughs) I'm um, getting enough sleep. I'm drinking enough water, right? Like, why am I feeling this way? When you go to the doctor, everything's normal, right? And, and there seems to be no reason as to why, well, maybe the energetic portion is overlooked and not taken into account. And maybe at the end of the day, once you do all of those things, you get all the tests, you do all that, it's normal, then maybe taking a step back for me and looking at, okay, well, energetically, what's going on for me, right? And it doesn't even have to be like attachments that are kind of draining your energy. It could be the people that you're surrounding with, uh, surrounding um, you that are maybe draining your energy, or it could be like emotions that you're holding on to that you haven't released, or like patterns that you're reliving that are causing you to stay in this emotional frequency or this um, vibrational frequency, right? And so, really taking stock of your life and what's going on is going to be really, really important. And for me, that was an important thing. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I, for example, I have woken up extremely fatigued for so long, just exhausted, doing all of the things, right? Getting enough sleep, eating right, like working out, going for walks, things like that. All my tests, normal. And so then you come back to the drawing board and you're like, something else is going on here, right? And same thing with like neck and back issues. A lot of that for me is emotional. A lot of that for me is stress. And those things are energy. And I don't think we take that into consideration. And so energetic hygiene is this practice such as like, you would to take a shower in the morning or at night, right? As like personal hygiene, spiritual hygiene is just as important. Energetic hygiene, you can call it if you want, right? Is making sure your energetic body is good too. And so that can look very different for everyone, 
Um, but something along the lines of like a grounding activity right when you wake up, right? And then a protection. And I'll teach you some of those today, later. But um, first, the grounding is going to help center you in your body, right? It's going to ground the energy. It's going to kind of call all of those parts that maybe have been dispersed, um, for whatever reason, right? Back to you, when you're grounded, you feel more calm, more stable um, within, you know, mental health jargon. Your, um, everything in your brain is basically connected. You're not in fight or flight. And um, you can regulate your emotions a lot better. And so when you ground in the morning, and this can look very different, right? Like you could be the type of person that wants to wake up and go for a walk, right? And feel your feet on the ground and really kind of ground into that earth energy. Or you could be the type of person to roll over to the side of your bed, place your feet firmly on the ground, breathing deep breaths in and out, imagining that you're rooted into the ground. Like it doesn't have to be a really intense practice if you don't want to, this can be a minute, two minutes, right? Where it's intentional. And that's, I think the most important thing is it comes down to intention. And can we be, if we have busy lives, can we be intentional for one, two, five, 10 minutes a day in order to feel more grounded and have more energy in our day to day, right? Is that worth it? I think so. And so maybe looking up different grounding activities that you could try that might be helpful. There's breath work, there's meditation, there's walking meditation. You're not limited at all. You could go outside and put your feet in the grass if you really want to, right? It's a little bit colder now, so it might be a little chilly, maybe a little shock to the system, right? But there's all these different ways that you can ground your energy. And then the second important thing is going to be setting the intention to clear that energy and protect it, right? And so something that I was taught recently that is really helpful and some things that I've, I've tried are you can imagine kind of like a bubble um, coming off of your body, right? And you could push it out as far as you'd like and maybe sometimes it's not going to go as far because you're not used to that. But I why don't you just put your hands up and imagine there's a bubble around you. And I want you to take a moment in your mind to maybe tap into one of those clairs that we kind of talked about, right? Feeling, knowing, hearing, seeing. Um, is that it? Hearing, seeing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sense in the way that you know how. And just feel the energetic field around you because it is there. Even though we can't see it, doesn't mean it's not there. And then you can imagine pushing that out. And something that I've been taught recently is that you can scan this bubble in your mind or however you access information, right? And notice if it is smooth and closed or if there are dents or openings or cracks or anything that is not solid. And generally this means that there might be a crack in that energetic field in which 
different types of energies are getting in, right? And at that point, you can call on something a bit higher, like an Archangel. Archangel Michael does a lot with protection. You call on him and ask him to close and seal up these sections for you. And then ask him to continue to protect that space, right? And set that intention. We want to make sure that this is a closed and closed bubble, just because if there are any where you feel like there may be some breakage or dents, that's going to allow different energies to access your energy, which can drain you, can lead to maybe not feeling so well, all the different things, right? And so setting the intention to keep that closed and then maybe setting the intention of only allowing who you want in that bubble, right? Like if you believe in spirit guides, if you believe in God, angels, whatever it is, you can set that intention that only these people are allowed in my energetic, my protection area, right? And anything that means me ill will or negative um, outcome, not the highest is not allowed in my bubble. And and it comes back to that intention. That intention is so important. Um and so with this outer protection, then you're going to want to imagine like a reflective coating on the outside. Or you could even imagine like a cloaking on the outside, right? And so what this is going to do is any sort of things that you can't see that might have ill intention they will not see you. They'll see their reflection, right? And then they won't come near you. And so setting the intention of doing this daily is going to be important. And after a while, it'll just become kind of like a muscle that you have worked on and it'll become natural. And this doesn't have to be like I said, a super, super long practice where you set an hour a day to do this, you very well can if you would like to. However, it can be a short practice um, by just imagining setting the intention and calling in whatever you need for that day, right? To help maintain um, and do that for you. So that's an option. Another thing that's important that I have learned is protecting your home. And this is also, also important because we want our homes to be, you know, this safe ground, this sanctuary of, um, you know, where we can go relax without having to worry about anything else. And our homes are where things can kind of creep in and all of those things, especially at night um, where we are maybe a little bit more open. And so one way that I've learned to do this is actually putting this like bubble that we're speaking of over your home. And so imagining this like protection over your home and then underneath and you're you're going to want to do it to like just the side of your house, not all the way to your neighbor because you don't want to invite anything that kind of they have going on into your space. Right. So maybe you do it to the driveway to the backyard and then to the sides of your house and then underneath your house as well. And so just imagining this, this protection, setting the intention and calling in whatever you need. Right. And then you can 
imagine like a cloaking going over your house so nothing can see it or you can do the reflective mirror off the outside and this is going to help mitigate anything from coming into your space and you may be listening to this and thinking this is fucking crazy and that's fine (laughs) because I felt that as well (laughs) but the thing about it is is that just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there, that it's not real, because very much is. And the thing about it is, like, I have been practicing this consistently for a week now, and I have noticed such dramatic differences in the way that I feel within my home. And so maybe you go around, you test out how you feel in your home. So for for example, at night, I always felt like there was these this presence that came in to my home and I always felt very afraid, which is never a good sign. Right. And so that was kind of an indicator to me that something was kind of going on. Right. I always felt as though when I walked into my bathroom, there was something watching me from my bedroom closet and that freaked me out. And so Well, one, I had a portal in my closet, so that doesn't help. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff going in and out. And we can talk more about portals in another uh, episode. But I also learned how to close them recently as well. And what was really, really cool is, so I have, like I said earlier, been feeling just exhausted every day. I get enough sleep. I sleep like nine, ten hours a day. And I'm like, how am I still... And that's like a norm for me. Like, that's what I need. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, all of my testing is normal, you know, all this stuff. And I'm doing my Reiki master training. And um, Chelsea was like, well, it sounds like, you know, someone's kind of, something's draining your energy. And so we got on the topic of portals. And I was like, yeah, I had a portal in my closet, uh, according to you know, somebody else. And I've always kind of felt like I can't see it, right? But I can feel something. Feels like kind of a chaotic energy, like, um, and it always feels like there's somebody lurking in the house. And in Vegas in particular, we had a lot of kind of activity. And so I kind of knew that that was true. Um, And here, going to the bathroom, I also felt that way at night. And so I was telling Chelsea that, and she's like, it sounds like you have a portal in your closet too. And uh, what I didn't know is that you can transfer that from house to house. (laughs) And it's due to attachments. And I had no idea that that was possible. But I guess if, so if you have a certain attachment and you have a portal in your home, you move, you can bring that with you. And I think that's exactly what had happened. And so she's like, here, this is how you close it. Try that when you get home. And then use, you know, the pendulum to see if there's any other ones in your home. And then close those two. And so I did. And when I closed it, I didn't really feel... Like it wasn't a very significant feeling that I felt. And I was like, hmm, well, I guess we'll see what happens, right? 
And so I did my thing. I set my protection over the house at night. So I do that at night and during the day. And I just kind of am intentional. It takes me a minute or two. I do it in the morning and I do it at night. And that night I went to bed and I felt calm. And normally like the dark kind of scares me for obvious reasons, right? Like you get a pearl in your closet. Yeah, that's going to scare you. <laughs> you know, like what's coming in and out of there? Who knows? Um, but yeah, so I closed it, went to bed and I woke up to go to the bathroom like normal time, like four or five or something. I go into the bathroom, go to the bathroom and I don't feel anything. Like I feel calm. I don't feel any type of energy in there. And then I walk over to the sink and I have my like Apple watch on there that I charge and I hit it just to see what time it was. And it was four, four, four. And I just kind of chuckled because 444 is kind of my indicator that like my team is around me. They're protecting me. They're guiding me. And it was kind of just like this nod from them and the universe that like you did that. You closed it. There's nothing coming in and out. And you did it right. You know, um, that I felt like that was just that confirmation for me that like I'm on the right track and everything's good. And since that, I closed that, what, on Monday, last Monday, a week ago. And every night that I've gone to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I don't notice any energy at all. And that's negative or like lurking. And that has been a game changer. And so kind of just confirms to me that like what I'm doing is working And I felt a lot more energy recently and I'm not as fatigued. And so I'm like, okay, I get it. (laughs) Let's keep doing this, right? Um, And I think the more and more you practice it, the more and more um, it helps. And so when you go out into public, right, for example, you can set the intention of, of really reinforcing this energy field around you that like no matter who you come in contact with, nothing can come into your energetic bubble and your energy is safe and protected, right? And making that a point to do because the moment that you stand next to somebody and you aren't, you don't have an energetic protection up, you attract or you open yourself to everything that's going on with them as well if they're not protected too. And so it just becomes a habit and, um, a help in maintaining the energy that you have and not attracting anything that maybe will make you feel, um, drained or take your energy or things like that. And then coming home from that cleansing can help as well. Just maintaining just in case it doesn't hurt. And so different ways of doing that or just like um, calling in extra help to help with that. You could use any type of like um, like cedar or smudge stuff that you have that helps clear your energy, crystals. Um, Generally, like after a full day of client sessions, I will set the intention of disconnecting from those sessions and then take a shower because water is very cleansing for your energetic field as well as your body. 
So taking a quick shower um, and things like that, whatever works for you. Um, I can't stress that enough. Like finding what you feel is best for you and doing that is going to be the most important because like showering may help me feel cleansed energetically, physically and grounded, but that may not for you and that's okay. And so figuring out like going for a walk out in nature or going for a walk down the road and back after a long day or being out and setting the intention of clearing my energy with that, that feels more, that feels better. Okay. Do that you know, and it, it's kind of this like trial and error of figuring out what works best for you and what doesn't and not stressing yourself if that doesn't, it's okay. We're all very different. And so different things are going to work for different people. So not getting too caught up in the way in which you do it. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any other questions regarding energetic hygiene, protection, um, something coming up to share is for somebody is salt. Using salt is going to be um, helpful. Salt is very cleansing. You put it in the corners of your space and leave it for a little while and then vacuum it up. Um, You can also clear your crystals in salt or salty water. Um, if you're around an ocean, uh, something with salt. So (laughs) I don't know who that's for, but it's for somebody. (laughs) So anyway, the card for today is so, so fitting. I pulled it from the angelic lightwork healing Oracle deck. And today's card is hearing guidance. Number 24, hearing guidance. Let me find number 24 and I'll read this. And then of course, if you would like the photo of the card and description, just shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's Kayla Dillon underscore. And I'd be happy to send you that in case you want that. Hearing guidance says, hearing authentic spiritual guidance requires a drop from the head into the heart. Spiritual messages can be the best heard through the feelings of the heart. When we aim to channel guidance word for word, we may engage intellect, analysis, logic, and reason. These are useful qualities, but they can block spiritual guidance that is more intuitive and non-rational. Spiritual guidance often asks us to have faith when we cannot see a good reason for it or trust in the unknown, when we'd rather have a map and a clear set of instructions with everything laid out in great detail in advance. Thank you very much. This oracle comes to you with encouragement to drop into spiritual knowing, to become as detached as possible, and allow your heart to attract, guide, and move you forward on your path. Although you may be concerned about how things could possibly work out for the best, Archangel Gabriel reassures you that you will know all that you need to know at the best time in the best way. Keep listening to your heart. Mm, I love that. And calling on Archangel Gabriel, if that resonates for you, as he can come in and help in any way that you need. And so if any of those archangels resonate with you, maybe taking to Google and looking up, you know, what they do or their background and seeing if you resonate with that, that's also another way. 
But right now is definitely a time of tapping into that intuition, tuning out that outside noise, and really figuring out what is the best way for you. And that may be different from everybody else. And that may be a lesson for you. (laughs) And that's okay. Sometimes it's a hard lesson to learn at first, but you got this. But just focus on what's coming up for you right now and lean into that. So with that, I hope you all have a beautiful week and I will catch you in the next one. I love you guys. Bye-bye. As our journey together comes to a close, remember that the wisdom and insights shared here are just the beginning of your own remarkable adventure. I hope that the discussions, meditations, and channeled messages have ignited a spark within you to continue exploring your spiritual path and nurturing your mental well-being. Keep in mind that you hold the power to create positive change in your life and the lives of those around you. Thank you for joining me on Lightness. And until we meet again, may your journey be filled with love, light, and boundless growth. I love you. See you next time.